and Sex and Sensuality, the podcast, where we speak what your dirty mind thinks. We are here every Monday night at 9 p.m. chatting about tantalizing topics that most won't dare say aloud. Hey, 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 and welcome to the Sex and Sensuality podcast, where we speak what your little dirty mind is thinking. And I am Mika Nicole, your host of the show. And I have my co-host today, who is Kiroy. Kiroy and I go way, way back to my days of doing the G-Spot podcast. I started that podcast in 2013, and we ended it maybe around 2017, 2018 when I had my little one. So I'm so excited that Kiro has decided to join me on my journey with the Sex and Sensuality podcast because Kiro, we used to have some great conversations, right? Oh, yes. Yes, we did. I'm excited to be here. Looking forward to have a lot of fun with this show and get some things going. So thank you for inviting me back and working with you again. So I'm excited. Let's get it going. I am excited too. Okay, guys, so we won't have Joy tonight, unfortunately, but we still have some juicy, juicy, juicy stuff to get into tonight. Tonight, our topic is consistent of side pieces. I really wanted to talk about this, Keyboard, because, you know, it all started with me thinking about this whole situation with the baby and Danny Lee and then how all these comments happen. So, guys, let's just catch y'all up real quick. So apparently just, and this is all based on shade room gossip, guys. <laughs> and then the little, you know, of course, the lives that Danny Lee and the baby did all weekend long. Like, what was it? Monday night? Sunday or Monday night? Right. But so we were all in tune to it. The whole, it played out for the whole world. So apparently the baby started recording Danny Lee, telling her she needs to get out of the house. And he said he was recording her for his own safety. Apparently, he claims that she's violent. And he figured, well, let me record her. She's claiming that he's kicking her out because she ordered a plan B to the house to, you know, take so that she doesn't end up pregnant again. Now, mind you guys, we never even knew that I I didn't know. And that could be just because I was in obscurity. <laughs> but I didn't know that Danny Lee had a baby by him. I knew she was pregnant. So, you know, when the I don't know if y'all remember when those pictures came out and she was like showing like her baby bump and people on the shade room. Again, I follow shade room gossip. So people were on the shade room asking like, well, who is the baby's father? You know, whatnot. And people were like, I didn't even know she was pregnant. I didn't even know she was in a relationship. That's what people were saying, right? So anyhow, long story short, I never knew that he was the father until this drama played out. So she's sitting there, looks like she was feeding her baby. He was telling her she needs to get out. She needs to go to a hotel or go somewhere. Well, you know, she didn't want to go. She felt like, and then she also didn't want him recording her on live, which, you know, that. Kira, what are your thoughts about that? Just this whole, people feel like it has to be documented through live Facebook feeds or Instagram feeds, TikTok moments and stuff like that. But I'm like, what is sacred to us these days? Nothing. (laughs) But, you know, you think about, you think about them being in the entertainment business, you know, me personally, I think it's all about attention anyway. You know, I think it has a lot to do with attention. And then on top of that, 
for him to put a lot of eyes on her, I guess it is a kind of safety concern because, you know, she ain't going to show out in front of a whole bunch of people like that. I do think he could have went about it in a whole different way, though. I mean, kicking her and the baby out was just like, uh, just doing too much if you ask me. Yeah. So what I was thinking is this. Okay. Uh, back to just, just putting it on live. We don't know what that situation is. You're right. So even if you feel like you got to record something, you could record something without putting it on live first and foremost. But secondly, if you feel like you got to kick someone out, especially being as rich as he is, you know, I'm sure he has a big enough place where that girl could have slept in a separate room until, until she could get out the next day. Instead of just kicking her out in the middle of the night. Because, I I mean, when I started seeing the recordings, I think that was like 12 or 1 o'clock in the morning or something like that. It was pretty late when the whole right. live happened. So I'm like, dang, that's that's pretty late to kick somebody out of but the you, home. Yeah, it is. But one thing I started thinking, too, is like, we don't know that lady like she do. <laughs> it may be some, it may be like some, right. Yeah. It may be some things that she didn't done. And he's like, man, he don't even want her just just her energy alone. He just wanted, I mean, for her, him to do it the way he did it, it's like, it's missing pieces to that thing. It's something that we just don't know that yeah. goes him to do it the way he did it. You're right. Uh-huh. You're right. So, so she had her side of the story. He had his side of the story. And then, okay, eventually she ended up leaving the home. But it created this whole mess of conversation that happened surrounding it which led to me wanting to do this show tonight because I'm like, somebody wrote something. I'm going to read it to you. Okay. And this was in reference to the whole baby and Danny Lee situation. And then after I read it, I want to talk about, she says, a man should never ask you more than one time to leave his home. Side hoes gets no sympathy because they had a baby. Dude had two different black baby mamas before your oops baby arrived. And those paid black blogs had no sympathy for them. Keep that same energy and stop fronting. Damn. I okay. know. What are your thoughts on that, Kira? <laughs> I, I want to hear you. You know, what are your thoughts? And I'm going to read my thoughts. I mean, I'm going to tell you my thoughts. But, okay, why are you laughing? Then I tell my thoughts. Oh, go ahead. It, it kind of upset me because I feel like no one's perfect, right? Everyone makes mistakes. We are all adults. We know that if we go out, we have sex unprotected or without birth control, or even sometimes, hell, you could be using protection and be on birth control, you still could get pregnant. We all know that. So I do agree. Like We need to first be careful of who we choose to be our baby fathers and our baby mothers, right? Because- So that means that you're going to do the utmost that you can to protect yourself from becoming pregnant by someone that you may not know is going to be a good father or mother to your child. That being said, I'm saying it because a lot of people have said things about the baby and how he moves, how he carries himself. You know, there's so much controversy surrounding him. So, you know, you probably just want to exercise some type of caution. Right. Well, at the end of the day, though, she still gets sympathy. I feel like she still should have sympathy. She yeah. effed up, fucked up, had a baby by this man. But does that mean just because she was considered a side whole, quote unquote, like this thing said, that she doesn't get sympathy? I don't see that. 
Mothers go through so much. You know, we don't know what she could have been experiencing. We don't know what their relationship was like. But what if she was having a postpartum episode? What if she's been depressed? What if the real story is that she took the plan B so she wouldn't get pregnant and he got mad about it? We don't know what that story is. So for somebody to say that, you know, that kind of like just put me in a space and then for another woman to say that. And I get it. Yes. If a man asks you to leave his home, leave his home. But I also think that there should be some type of grace in there somewhere that's like, okay, if you can't leave right now, then give them the opportunity to leave in the right way. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then I didn't know she was a side hoe, quote unquote, because is he and married? Is he in a relationship? So, well, and that's the thing, because he was in a relationship with the girl. From what I understand, he was actually in a relationship. So I'm not sure if she knew what she was talking about anyway. And I'm not sure if he in a relationship right now. So from what I said, she wasn't no side piece. That's what I was thinking, because she said that she had been living with him since she had the baby. The baby is three or four months old, I think, something like that. So she's been living with him the whole time. So if he's not married and if he's not in a relationship, I don't get how she's the side piece in this situation. Exactly. Now, I did speak that he had two different black baby mamas before her oops baby. Like, you know, a lot of us have oops babies, quote unquote, if we're going to say it like that. Unless you are in a committed relationship where you have been planning to have a baby. Anytime you get pregnant without planning to have a baby, then everybody done had an oops baby. That's point. Yeah, right. even if you <laughs> right, even if you married as an oops baby. <laughs> if you didn't, <laughs> plan, right? Exactly. You can be 70 years old, got a 10-year-old running around. You'd be like, okay, you know that's an oops baby. Exactly. Oh. And then another thing, too, what people fail to realize is this: you could be in a good relationship with somebody one day, and then y'all probably have talked about having a baby. Y'all probably knew what the hell y'all was doing. And it was like, yeah, we getting this baby. And now y'all have a baby. And this person decides they don't want you anymore. Now, all of a sudden, the baby is the oops baby. Like, we don't know the situation. So that, I don't know, that post kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Because I feel like we as women, even when it comes to being a mother and having a child, we need to give each other some type of sympathy, some type of grace. And rally around each other because this it's not easy. It's not easy calling ourselves being in love with someone, whether you decide piece or not. You know, you're in love with someone and you end up pregnant, you have a baby by them. You hoping for the best of the situation and end up things end up going wrong. I think a lot of people can put themselves in that situation unless they're a lesbian, you know. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of women can put it's, themselves it's... in that situation unwillingly. Exactly. And I think my point of it, too, is it ain't just her she keep picking out. It's the baby. That alone, period. <laughs> he should have some kind of sympathy in, in the way he did things with his yeah. child. You know? And I think a man always, if you felt like you're unsafe, okay, if I'm going to feel unsafe, and this is just like we always talking about the police shootings and stuff like that. It's like, okay, if you feel like you're unsafe, then why are you approaching a situation? Why aren't you walking away from a situation? Why are you right. sitting there recording? You feel unsafe. Why haven't you decided to leave? You yeah, know, he could have left. <laughs> why didn't you walk away? Why didn't you yeah. say, you know what? I'm going to walk away. I'm going, you know, maybe I just go ride down the street for a few minutes, calm my nerves a little bit, wait till she get out this house. Maybe I go get a hotel. And hopefully the next morning, by the time I get back, she's gone. 
Like there's always a more productive way to resolve issues like this. Exactly. And and that's why the main thing that came to my mind was just pure attention. Because it's so many other ways it could have been addressed without it being the way it is right now. Mm-hmm. And so that would be the last resort for, for me to put on live. I mean, as you mentioned, it shouldn't even have to be recorded live. It could have been a regular, you know, video thing. So him being entertainment, he I think he just liked that type of attention anyway. I think a lot of people do. I think a lot of people yeah. do. They just love that type of love that type of a uh, of attention. So okay, let's move into our topic. So I want to talk about side pieces because it this led me to wanted to talk about. <laughs> side pieces because there are side pieces that exist we all know Kira my question do you feel like it has become normalized in our society today to be a side piece or to have a side piece absolutely absolutely because I know plenty of married couples who both have side pieces, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, and the thing that's crazy is this good women out here who will, will be good with a single man, but some of them prefer to be a side piece to the next man. It's like, because they don't want the obligation. They want all the fun of being a side yeah. piece, but they don't want the obligation that come along with it. Yeah. So some women actually prefer it and they enjoy life that way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, I have seen cases where, it didn't get it has gotten to the point where they want to draw it, you know, want it to be closer and it ruined a couple of people's marriage. I've seen that too. Now, but yeah, it is becoming that? normal. Tell me, so, tell me about that. All right. So I had a friend who was dating a, a guy who was married. Mm-hmm. And he told her, like, hey, you know, I'm married, you know, this is this, it is what it is. And you know, they would hang out, they would go go to dinner, they would have fun, and you know, they meet up. The highly look meet up spots and just enjoy each other. And she was really, really falling for this guy. Right. So, <laughs> and the more time he spent with her, the more, you know, she felt that he was falling for her. So one time, and, and this was, oh, this was so low down. One time she showed up at his house on his driveway. Oh, Jesus. And his wife was there. And of course he was living. He told her to leave and things of that nature, but it put a big old strain in his marriage. And he didn't talk to her for a long time. As a matter of fact, I think the last time she said she seen him, he got like he didn't even know it. It was like five or six years later. So it's it's some cases where it does just go too far, but it is becoming more and more normal. Matter of fact, I had a friend who married somebody knowing that he gonna have a side piece. He's like, okay, I'm gonna marry her, but I'm still keep so and so on the side, you know. And it, the reason it's becoming so normal is because people are accepting it more. People are accepting the idea of being a side piece. Yes. You so know? when you speak of that, first I want to go back to your friend. I feel bad that your friend went through that, and she, yeah, ended, yeah, but that's pretty sad. Yeah, and I, I think that her whole idea was to make things shaky with the marriage so he can come close to her. I think she did it in a vindictive way. I think she, but she went about it the wrong way of doing it. You know how yeah. some women think, if I'm there, maybe he'll just spend more time with me type yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, they think and that it didn't I work ex- that way. Yeah, if I expose him, he's going to want to be with me. But that's the thing people don't realize. You expose 
him or her, they gonna draw closer to their partner. They're not gonna draw closer to you exactly. because now they don't trust right. you. And it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the side piece is about loyalty. Loyalty to keep your mouth closed. Exactly. You know, to never reveal what we're doing. So once you reveal it, it's like, I can't trust you anymore. I'm definitely not going to make you the main of, of anything. You know? Absolutely. Oh, and that's yeah. going to make them want to get closer to their spouse because now their spouse is caught on to what they're doing. So now they like, oh shit, I ain't trying to fuck up my marriage. <laughs> I'm gonna do what I gotta do to make my marriage work. So of course they're gonna draw closer to their spouse. Of course. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, so it just so backfired on them. Well, that was it with that. That was after that. That was it. Was it was over? Yeah. You know, no more romancing, no more picking up and taking trips and all that. All because she was, she felt that that was the best way to bring them close. Like, man, why did you show up at that man's house? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. I, you know what, Nick? I have a lot of <laughs> sappy stories. Well, that, and that's why I say it's so normal now. It's, it is it's so, so normal. normal now. It is so normal. And it's something I want to speak on. Yeah. So, Drake has a song called Side Pieces. One of the verses in his song says, This is dedicated to all of the side pieces. I know you will never be more and you will always be less, but there's Comfort in knowing that you're okay being second best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I remember him say that. What do you get from that? Because that last one says, so that last little line, but there is comfort in knowing that you're okay with being second best. That lets you know that that person feels comfortable knowing that that they feel comfort in knowing that you're not going to open your mouth. You're not going to say anything. You're just going to enjoy it. Being the side piece. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what it is. You know, same thing with guys. You know, they they okay with being a side piece in some cases, you know, because sometimes you just want that fun and thrill from certain people that you can't get from the main person you with. You know, and that's the thing about marriage, too, because, like, if you with that same person, there's got to be something in that that keep the excitement going to just keep the interest there. Because what they end up doing, they will find somebody that's almost opposite of what you're doing and find interest in it and just draw them closer to that side piece. So yeah. then they feel like they have their cake and eating it too. And that's why, and that's how, now it really worked well when it's both of them being married and each other side piece. That really end up being one of them situations that can go longer because they both have fun with each other. Then they have to deal with a you know spouse or what happened yeah you know and speaking of that too when you was mentioning about you know men are side pieces too that's true and it has right. been noted that men and women are cheating about the same rate right 19 percent of women 23 percent of men so that's pretty married people cheating that's what it's meaning 90 percent of married right. women are cheating 23 percent of married men are they're cheating at the exact same rate at a close rate it's not that far in between and women go out there and they have their side pieces too they enjoy you know having them another man and a lot of times they're cheating with a really close friend a man is normally cheating with a co-worker sometimes the woman cheats (laughs) with a co-worker too but a lot of times it's somebody that's closer to them or somebody they feel is close to them like unfortunately a brother-in-law you know a friend of the spouse you know, yeah. it's normally those type of people or 
the boyfriend of their best friend. It's always going to be a lot of times it's going to be somebody really close within their circle that they cheating with. So let's go into why are people cheating? Why has it become such an acceptable thing to cheat? My one theory, I know I answered that and get ready to talk about what I said. It came to mind. My one theory is social media. Because imagine hmm. when we were back in the day, you know, there was no social media. You know, it was harder yeah. to connect with people. Absolutely. Outside of your primary environment. And the people that were right. in the primary environment normally was family. So you really didn't have the person to, to cheat with. But now with social media, it's so much easier to cheat. It's you meet oh, yeah. so many different types of people online. You strike up conversations. Like a lot of times, Very especially true. with women, these affairs are unintentional because you end yep. up having these outside conversations, recognizing you have something in common with this person and you start feeling all jittery and gittery, you know, jittery and, and butterflies inside. And now it starts. Now I want to talk to this person a little bit more. Now, you know what? I want to meet you in person. And now I want to do this. So now I want to do that. And now all of a sudden y'all together. And it basically, I hate when people say this and use this as, as an excuse that it just happened. But honestly, <laughs> with this day and age, it is just happening. One of them, it just, it just, one thing leads to another. It just happened. Yeah, that yeah. is true. It's just happening. Yeah, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason why people cheat in high side pieces, there's a thrill element to that, too. Yeah. You know, it is. It's like just something that just add color to your life, even though it's not a good thing to do. <laughs> but it's almost kind of like, damn, you know, now I got it. Now I got Now I'm really living some type of life because, you know, people who live the same old day in, day out, same routine type of thing. It'd be nice to find somebody who kind of appreciates certain things about you that your spouse don't. Yeah, you're right. Or or that your spouse no longer appreciates or no longer right. recognizes about you because you recognize. Know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you said, yeah. things become so routine. You know, we're kind of just going on with life. And, and I've had mm-hmm. moments like that where not to say I felt like cheating because I've, I've never felt like cheating, but I could get where you feel like, dang, you know, all we do is get up every day, we go to work, we come home. We feed the baby. We, you know, go to bed. We take care of the baby. You know, we take care of the baby, then we go yeah. to bed. And it's just go up, we do the same thing next day. And it's just like, okay, now things are just becoming so, so routine. And it's easy to forget how to nurture the love and sensuality and the things that you appreciate about your partner in the beginning. It's easy to forget to nurture those things when we have just regular life going on because you're focused on the bills, you're focused on, you know, maintaining your household, you focus on maintaining your job. So it's like you kind of forget those things. And then you got somebody that comes along that mm-hmm. started to right. listen to you, that started to make you feel beautiful, making him feel handsome, you know, making you feel wanted and needed in a different way that you're not getting met in your relationship. And it's like that feeling of euphoria, you know, you know, yeah. the start start yeah. of a relationship is it's a high. You do get a high at the start of relationships. Exactly. There's a high that you feel and sometimes you just long for it. Exactly. And another thing too, man, you, you can just simply outgrow your spouse, like mentally, 
you know, you could have been, you could have been on the same level early in the relationship, but now you're okay. Going to the movies every week was cool, but now I want to take trips. But if your spouse say, hey, I don't want to take that, I'm going to stick with it. I'm okay with going to the movies every week. And after a while, you'd be like, okay, now, now he's laming out. So, like, sometimes your aspiration to grow fonder and, and faster than your spouse. And mm. they meet somebody on that same level. They'd be like, okay, maybe I ain't with the right person. You know, maybe I can take a trip with this person. And when I'm ready to go to the movie, I just go with him, you know, or vice yeah. versa. So that plays a role, too. That's true. And now that's a hard one to to, to take because your spouse is going to have to, and everybody don't want to, don't, don't grow, don't keep up with certain individuals when it comes to things like that. If you want more and your um, spouse or significant other like just settle for a lot less and happy with being complacent, yeah, it's going to be a long road <laughs> because that person that's growing is going to keep, you know, trying to deal with people who's ready to, to, stay on the same level they are when it comes to going out there being adventurous, doing different things and just stimulating their mind mentally, you know, I and helping them grow you. as an individual. I agree with you on that. But one thing that concerns me is that how often are you having communications with your spouse? You know, one of the things that I know we do in our relationship, Chase and I, we make sure that we make plans every December for our, our next year. Right. So right. it's kind of like a, a relationship vision board that we do. And sometimes we write it down. Sometimes it's just a mental thing that we know. These are the things that we want to accomplish this next year in our relationship and in our life together. So like our first year of being together, the second year of being together, but the first official year, I guess you would say, we knew we wanted to get married. So that was our plan for that year. Right. So that's what we worked on that year. The next year, we knew we wanted to have a baby. We knew that December that the next year, we're going to focus on having a baby. That's what we worked on in 2017. 2018, we're like, okay, now we're going to have this baby. We're focused on moving into a bigger house. We're moving to a bigger house. Then by that December, we was like, okay, now it's time for us to really start working towards buying a house. So that's what we did in 2019. So we bought a house. So it's like in 2020, we decided, well, we want to go and rent out our house and do Airbnb. I don't know why, but that's something we wanted to do. We wanted to give it a try. So that's what our 2021 looked like. And then, of course, 2020, we was it was pandemic. So we was focused on making sure that we created a healthy, loving, strong environment for our child as normal as possible so that she wasn't being affected as much by the pandemic, you know? So that was our focus then. And of course, 2021, we decided, okay, we're going to move back into our house. So we moved back into our house after we did our Airbnb thing. And now 2022, we're making plans already for our second baby. We're making plans for us to, you know, some things we want to do with the house. We want to buy some more property. It's like, so it's like, if you, it takes you, constantly feeding and watering your relationship. If you stop feeding and watering it, it's going to die just like any living thing. It will die. So you have to make it a point. I got to feed my relationship. I got to constantly learn who my spouse is. I got to constantly teach my spouse who I am. We grow and change almost on a daily basis sometimes. Uh. And if we're not talking to each other, yes, it's easy to lose that spark. And now we've lost it so much that we don't know how to come back together. Now we're looking on the outside. 
Yeah, that's how that's how it works. Because like now your situation, everything is working out good because you both want more. You both want to grow. You both want to expand. You both yeah. have something yeah. in front of you. But you you have some people who don't want to do none of that stuff. It's safe as if you had okay, hey, listen, I want I want to let's try Airbnb. No, we what we need that for? We I'm a, we can be cool in this house. We can be cool in this apartment. We don't need and then come with all kind of reasons to prove their point why they don't need to know that extra stuff, you know. And so I see both ends of it, and I don't even know what to say to people in relationships and when they want to move forward, when they're ready to grow, and their spouse don't want to yes. do that. Yeah, I think you know, at that point, you need to get some type of counseling because you're right. Everyone doesn't want to do the things that, of course, we've done in our relationship, but that's why you make plans for your relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like every December, make it a point to talk about it. Like, where are we? What's happening? What do we want to do next year? How do we want to grow our relationship? And y'all talk about those things that matter to you. But you're right. Some people it's like, I'm not trying to, I'm I'm fine where I am. I feel good. I'm complacent. I, I'm happy the way life is going. I don't feel like we need to make any type of changes. And in those moments, I think it's good to have a conversation, to have a conversation to consider maybe some counseling. And then if that doesn't work, then y'all have to make a choice. Well, have we outgrown each other? Or have yeah. I outgrown that- you? Because you, you know, you're not trying to grow with me anymore. Exactly. So keep that in mind, right? Because sometimes you get to that point and they spouse don't want to go to counseling, right? They don't want to do anything. Yeah. So that person who wants to grow and their spouse who wants to stay where they at, all it takes is for her to meet somebody at the bar who's thinking on the same level she is. And you're like, damn, I like this guy. I'm going to call him. I'm going to see what he up. Well, I like this girl. Like, what's up? You know, and when y'all talk and you start conversing and things like that. Yeah. Things start to mesh a little bit more together. The more you mesh, the more you really care less about about that partner that's not really doing anything. And before you know it, y'all got y'all thing going. And, you know, with y'all communications, sooner or later, you will have to let that person know if you're with somebody or not. And most of the time, the connection be so strong, that person will be okay with it. Like, you know, that's cool. We just keep it where it is and just see where it goes. That happens a lot. It happens a lot, you know. Oh, so today we're not doing an advice request because we didn't get one today, but I didn't want to read these things off and I want to hear your thoughts on this. So I found this thing that says it's the side piece agreement, 10 rules for the other woman. So one. Okay. (laughs) Now, listen, this is not me condoning being another woman. This is just me trying (laughs) to discuss some of these points because I think some of this is just ridiculous. So it says you are the other woman. This does not mean that you are the only other woman. That's something that I don't think people realize. Yeah, yeah that's they think <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm special because I'm the only woman, you know. But you know, no, you're not. You're not. You know, that's why it's important, man. When people gotta keep things in perspective. Like if he got you as a side piece, don't think. You go be the only one. I mean, in some cases you are, but a lot of cases, man, listen, you just a piece of the puzzle that he putting together. Exactly. You know? Just oh, woo, you say that again, keep on. Just a piece of the puzzle that he putting together. And let me tell you, I ain't trying to be nobody's piece of the puzzle. Unless <laughs> I, I need to be the whole puzzle. 
A whole puzzle, right? I'm gonna. I'm being a whole puzzle. Okay. The other one is please focus on the stolen moments that we spend together. Do not concern yourself with my whereabouts when we are apart. My life outside of our time together is not your concern. Ooh, love. That's a hard. Man, that's one. cold. Huh? <laughs> that is. That is. But at the same time, it's it's it's, it's a little true to it, but. You know, I, I can't agree with it all the way because think about it. If you have a relationship with somebody, you will have to know what you're dealing with when y'all together. You know, you don't know if this guy's tied into some craziness. You don't know if he out there doing crazy thing that may make it more easy for you to get a transmitted disease. So it is certain aspects of it you, you have to be aware of if you're dealing with that person because you, I mean... Think about, and he needs to be aware of you too. Like, what kind of stuff you into? Who, who you be around? Mm-hmm. You know. So, I don't completely agree. I understand it from a certain standpoint as far as not being too personal, but I do think that you need to know enough about them to feel safe or comfortable around them and feel okay to do something when y'all decide to get together. I agree you with know? you on that. Good, good, good. You said enough on that one for me. I agree. Okay, the other one, it says, be comfortable with who you are to me. Do not mention my wife and or main woman. She's not your concern. Do not compare yourself to my main chick in any way and do not attempt to contact her. You are breaching our agreement if you do so. <laughs> Number one, definitely don't try to contact her. I agree. You know? <laughs> I feel like... I'm mentioning her name. I mean, it You know, I feel like if you've decided to be somebody's side chick, or man, why are you concerned with the other person? You know, you you wasn't too concerned mm-hmm. to start this affair. You know, you wasn't too exactly. concerned to get with this person. So why are you concerned now? And why are you opening your mouth to the other person? Make the right choice. The right choice is instead of going and trying to tell her or him something, the right choice is to <laughs> leave the relationship. Leave the relationship. Just leave it. At the end of the day, that's really the best choice to make. If she exactly. got an issue with it. Exactly. Leave it. Okay. This one says, anticipate frequent changes in our plans. For the most part, a spur of the moment escape is the best that I can do. <laughs> I agree. You can't. <laughs> hey, you ain't lying. <laughs> you can't expect, you know what I'm saying, main woman privileges. It'd be like, you know, you need to you need to be spending two or three weeks with me. Hi, the world I'm gonna spend two or three weeks with you. You know, right. hell, you know, I got a whole exactly old family at the house. Yes, yeah, so I, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Okay, understand that maintaining a positive vibe while we are in each other's company is vital to the success of our situationship. Now, I I agree with that too, only because. <laughs> If I just had to go and cheat, I'm not going to go and cheat with somebody that's going to sit up here and argue with me all the time. I can get that at home. All the time. You know what I'm like, <laughs> right. supposed to be my exactly. escape, not my burden, you know? <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. And, that, and that's another thing, too, that why people tend to do that, just escape the chaotic energy they have when they're at home. Like, man, I just need to go somewhere where I can just chill, relax, and not have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. And you're right. You're supposed to be you're supposed to be that piece away from the chaotic mess, not something that you get from, not going from one chaotic situation to another. 
you know, yes, or exactly. leave the peace and going to a, one, you know, that's, I get that all day. Yes, you're going to have to be my peace, all. child. You need to be, uh, you got to be my side piece and my peace of mind, you know? <laughs> exactly, right. I mean, you supposed to be my, my peace that I don't have to worry about none of that stuff. It's just me and you. Okay. Exactly. Now, again, y'all, we're talking about this just as conversation. This is not something we condone. The Sex Sensuality Podcast does not condone cheating. I am a relationship therapist. I do work with a lot of couples who go through these situations. This is just more a lighter side of it and to kind of discuss some of these things that if you find yourself in this situation, if you're not going to get out of it, which is always the best thing, is to first off not enter any side piece situations and secondly if you find yourself in one unknowingly unwillingly get yourself out of that situation as soon as possible period point blank another one real quick that I, it's two more and then I'm, then I'm done with this show <laughs> the other one is <laughs> yes I'm still sleeping with my significant other and we do not use condoms it says again focus on our time together and not what I do while we are apart that I feel like this is the problem with that. Most men are lying. They're coming to this woman. They're telling this woman, oh, I'm going to get a divorce. Oh, we're not happy. Oh, no, we don't have sex. No, no, if we do, we're not, <laughs> you know, we use protection. Or no, she came on to me last night and we did a little something. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they're lying. They're making this woman feel very special. Like this is the only person right. they're having sex with. But it's not true. You know, yeah. so anyway. They are still having more than likely still having sex with their wife or their girlfriend. And you got to live with that. It's like, do you want to be with somebody that's having sex with someone else? The other thing when I think about a side piece is this. I automatically think about if I was to sit up here and sleep with somebody else's boyfriend or husband or wife or whatever. I'm going to think about me first. Right. Would I want somebody to do that to me. Mm -hmm. You know what? I want my right. spouse to do that to me. No, I would not. So why am but I doing this to someone else? That. Yeah, and, and you know, I'm gonna tell you something. And it, and trust me, those side pieces it crossed their mind about that. But in some cases, there's a little selfishness involved with that. It is. Um, and then too, sometimes you know, and in, in, in one of the sad things about it too is like, isn't it there being a side piece for it? sometimes? provides a significant benefit to help them get ahead in life. And they was like, okay, well, as long as me and her them got this thing going, I know I'm good. With this. Yeah. You know, it, whether, yeah. It's, whether it's taking care of a car note or a mortgage or something, because sometimes, it's a, you know, it, it's a benefit for some of them. And they like, yeah. okay, I don't want to do this to my husband. I want to do this with my wife. But damn, I really do need this in order to get ahead this way. Yeah. To get this done. Yeah. This person here, you know, he's helping me with it or she's helping me with this. And yeah. so they think about it too. You know what I'm saying? But it's kind of one of them things like, man, if I let this go, then I know that's gonna go too. Mm-hmm. They they feel like their freedom is gonna go. They feel like the, the fun that they've been having with that person is gonna go. It's it's a lot yeah. that they a lot that they're thinking about. Then the side piece, the person that is a side piece, a lot of them are reaping benefits. They're reaping financial benefits, especially in the case of celebrities. You know, they're reaping all these financial benefits from it. So exactly. it's like, I, if I'm going to make this money, if I'm, you know, if I'm going to get these clothes or whatever, if I'm going to be able to drive this type of car, yeah, I feel side piece all day. So, you know, everybody, day. <laughs> everybody has their reasons. <laughs> 
That's they yeah. had their reasons. But this has been a great conversation. You know, I'm going to end it with again. If you find yourself in that situation, I suggest that you get yourself out as quickly as possible. And then you wait for that person to show you that, yes, they are divorcing or they have divorced or, yes, they are separated. They are living in separate houses. They're not together or and they are actually going through a divorce or their divorce is finalized before you actually end up into a relationship with them. And sometimes it's okay to make them wait. And before you move forward with them to say, no, you know, I I need to make sure that you really are divorced because I don't want to be that woman that cause harm or conflict for another woman you know exactly. so anyway that's my little piece any final words Kira before we wrap this on up hey I had a great time great conversation I'm looking forward to next week you know? yes 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 next episode I really want to talk about this whole obsession with Chloe Bailey and how sexy she presents <laughs> herself of course you know I'm big proponent of I'm sex a sex positive therapist I feel like she's doing anything doing a lot of what young women do there she's coming into her own she's understanding who she are as a sexual being a sensual being I don't find anything wrong but anyway that's going to be our next show I cannot wait to get into that topic and, and discuss that and I thank you guys for joining us on the sex and sensuality podcast I hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving and we will, if you celebrate it, you know, have a wonderful time. Or even if you just get together, just get with your family, have a wonderful time celebrating with your family. And I hope you all have a good night. Thank you for joining us. Bye-bye. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Sex and Sensuality, the podcast.